All righty. Welcome to Be Uncommon. I'm with my boy, Jared Jennings. Um, you know, Jared and I go way back, Orange County baseball players. Uh, there's a lot of them. There's a yeah. lot of them. Orange County was a pretty crazy uh, area for sports in general. Um, but yeah, but definitely just uh, I think you even sub for one of our club teams, the OC Toros. Uh, so we I mean, we go way back since, uh, you know, those middle school days when all of us were kind of playing on these travel teams, seeing each other and going to different high schools and seeing these different journeys. So it's really, really cool to have the opportunity to go ahead and, you know, connect. I mean, I don't think we've connected since since about like high school or something a while. Full so circle. it's uh, really cool. Yeah. yeah, it really is. It really is. And then so, um, you know, you, you uh, reached out to me on Instagram and then I was like, dude, this is amazing. Let's, have, let's talk. Let's get on the podcast. And uh, so I'm really intrigued with, you know, I know that you're the founder of Full Hearts LA, a streetwear clothing brand that, um, you know, has the spirituality foundation to it. Um, and I'm really, really excited to to dive deep into, you know, your journey through because, you know, I think like a lot of us growing up in Orange County and probably a lot of your friends, my friends, etc. Um, we had this path to go be athletes. We were on this set path to play at a high level, play college ball. And you have these expectations set on you. Um, you know, and it's a hard thing to break away from. It's a hard, it's a hard identity shift once that's over. So I'm really curious because I know, again, like you were a really, really well-known baseball player, even at a young age, you know? Um, mm -hmm. And so the expectation, the pressures, and I remember you talk, uh, telling me, you know, high school wasn't the best time for you, but there's a reason for that. And just kind of battling through that transition um, and then going through Africana high school, and just getting into how you came up with Full Hearts LA and why you started it and where it's going and just kind of see where this conversation takes us. But thanks for joining, brother. Thanks for taking the time. Oh, thank you for having me on. I'm stoked to be here. No, it, it was really interesting because I, I saw your podcast on Instagram randomly. And then I went to that episode because the title was like really intriguing to me. Um, and it just hit, it just struck such a chord because it's, it's anyone that becomes emotionally and consciously aware goes through this existential crisis of like wow everything i was once doing like i don't even know if that's me who am i where am i going what is going on right like you start to question everything and i just i had to reach out to you i was like yeah, that's the record because we've all been through that if you're if you're an aware person we've been through that 100 percent um, uh, i love that thank you thank you thank you yeah no 100 percent. and it takes courage to say that it's true to say that because no one's no one admits that they're struggling and nobody admits that they're lost they just post what people want to see right so i appreciate your courage um okay so yeah through high school so i went through um i had an undiagnosed thyroid issue a hypothyroid issue um mm. for the first three years of high school so what does that mean? So your thyroid regulates all of your hormones, like your pituitary gland, like it's a very important process of the human body. And basically I was, you know, 14, 15, everyone's going through puberty, everyone's coming into all this testosterone. I had the hormonal levels of a 40 year old woman trying to compete with athletes in high school. <laughs> wow. So it was not brain fog. I couldn't focus. Like it was not, and I, I had no idea what was going on. Um, cause it came on gradually through like stress and head trauma and, that's kind of a backstory. It was very difficult to concentrate. My grades were plummeting. Like I, I couldn't perform athletically. And then finally yeah. I had blood work done like my late junior year. And they were like, yo, like you're like, you could die from having a thyroid problem. They're like, whoa, like you need like immediate medication. Like this is like a big, big issue. Um, and 
so I finally got right on medication by then it was senior year and like I had some D2 opportunities but it was to be honest I just went through so much trauma in the sports and baseball field that it, it just mm -hmm. it, it there was too much of a stain for me to continue and yeah. I was like I see so many um these athletes that go somewhat professional they go minor league or whatever and they're 30 and they're max you know, career opportunity is like private lessons. And that was something that also really stuck out for me. Cause I'm like, well, in terms of providing for my family, which is always going to be number one, like my future family, that doesn't seem really like no offense to them. It's just, I, I think I should be earning more than that. And I want more growth opportunity financially. So I was like, I'm just going to go to school, completely focus on business. Um, so I went to Arizona state business management and sales. I've, I've called, I've always kind of had this idea going through college and going out, I was going to be in sales. I'm personable. I can talk like, it'll be fine. Like I'll go into sales and make some money, whatever. <laughs> um, cause that was all that mattered at the time. Like I was 18, 19, like I want to make money. You know what I mean? Yep. Like there was no mm -hmm. depth to it to me at all, like zero. 100%. Um, so graduated in four years, had a lot of fun, met a lot of amazing people, really great for that. And then I went to a business to business sales role, um, outside sales, selling payroll and human resource software in San Diego. Uh, the small business. So that was, um, that was hell. That was a grind. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm not even really familiar with, with outside sales. I have a lot of friends that, that are in it. And for people that are listening, like, so outside sales, like you're pretty much like going business, like in-person business, business and selling on the spot, right? There's no prior, like setup. like you're walking in trying to sell this product and, and trying to make yourself some commission. Correct. Yeah, so that's a lot of it. Um, and then you're also setting meetings on the phone and then going in and closing the deal. Yeah. Whereas inside mm -hmm. sales, inside sales, you literally close the deal on the phone. You have all the meetings on the phone. Like you, you never meet them. Okay. Um, so I was like in meeting and out and like never in the office, which is pretty fun. It's, you yeah. know, much better than inside sales, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. um, and then COVID hit um, in that March and I started working there the June prior. So then it went inside sales, and then I was miserable. I was in my apartment dialing and trying to like close meetings, and I business be like, dude, like, like we're going out of business. Like, what do you like? That feeling of calling someone and like asking for something made me really never want to be in sales again, um, because I'm a human being and I have empathy, and that's just like it was just it was just very difficult. Did um, you re did you reach a point where did you reach a point where like you kind of said you have empathy and I feel like in sales, um, you know, I've had some friends even tell me like, like you said, uh, people that can sell, it's an amazing skill. But for me personally, if I don't absolutely love the product, I can't sell it. If that makes sense. Like I'd have a hard time selling it. Did you ever have any like issues with that? Like internally or like morally, like I just don't, I don't really love this product and I'm selling it. Like it's, it wasn't, so it's interesting because human resources and payroll is something nobody loves but in terms of yeah. the functionality i could see why it's functional and i can okay. see why somebody would benefit from it so there okay. was benefits there was like value yeah. adds um but no it's not like i'm walking around selling my own clothing i'm like i yeah. love this you know exactly I, I have yeah. a passion for it it was more mm -hmm. rational like okay like this person could get some value or maybe i can save them some money and like and then it's worth it but okay. nothing that compelling by, yeah by yeah. any means um, so COVID hit, went to inside sales, management went really micromanaging. They didn't know how to deal with the situation. I just was hating it. Um, very miserable. And then I kind of decided I was going to quit in like a day. And I was like, I'm just, cause in sales, you don't really give like, just like out because they want like mm -hmm. a new person in, they want like, they want your, um, pipeline. They don't like, they don't really care about you like at all. You're kind of a cog in the wheel. Right. So 
Um, when that happened in June, I started working for the family business in construction, um, working for my dad's small business, helping him with sales, helping him with managing the employees, just running mm -hmm. the full operation. And that's been great. Um, you know, with its own challenges, everything is challenging, mm -hmm. but it's yep. been great to help him. He's getting older. And then during this time as well, in 2020, I go through like a ginormous spiritual wake. Like, like the first one of my life that kind of stayed forever through mushrooms. I'm sure you've tried. Okay. Mushrooms and what, it, it, yeah. Yes. Yes. We do like, uh, the psychedelics on here, but when you say spiritual awakening, um, right. can you go deeper for me on, on what you mean by, cause people say, Oh, I had a spiritual awakening or. Um, you know, I used to think people were full of shit when they say I saw God, you know, we were kids and and people were more right. religious than, than I was when I was a kid. They're like, well, no, I met God and God came to me and spoke. And I'm like, what do you mean? And then you have some type of spiritual awakening or spiritual experience that shifts your perspective. It's a paradigm shift that if you said once you see it, you go down this rabbit hole and you can't undo it. So I'm curious about like, no. what do you mean by spiritual awakening? So. I had, I had a really good friend and older mentor um, that I met in Arizona that at the time was telling me about mushrooms and excuse me, for a while. Yeah. And he was like, dude, these are like, cause we're on the, we were on the, always on the same wave, always on the same wave energetically. But I was just, I wasn't into spiritually. I didn't get anything. I like, you know what I mean? Like you're like mm -hmm. so low on the consciousness totem pole at that point. You're just like yeah. a flesh body. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> and he was like, push, he was like, come on. Like you, you should try it. Like you should try it. You should try it. Finally, I got around to being able to try it. Um, and it was just so euphoric and beautiful. And, and then I wanted to do it again, simply based off just, I had a great time on it. Nothing really spiritual happened. Like I was like, but this just, I felt awesome. Like, it's great. So I did it a couple more times. And then I think on like the third time, I had a couple profound revelations where I was like, whoa, like I'm starting to like just download information that's like so prevalent and so real. And it's never felt more true through like any, sort of medium of communication like i remember because i've always been to like designer clothes and like all that sort of stuff and i remember i was like with my friends um on my birthday and we were like gonna go to this nice steakhouse and like it was this was during the day before and i was just sitting there and i was like damn dude, guys nothing none of that matters like i was just like so euphorically happy and realizing that none of the material world world matters and like as long story short because you know it's been years but yeah. ever since that, I would do it and I, I would have a revelation and I would have a revelation and I would like all these pieces were just coming to me about life and like it, I don't even know how to really articulate it like the truth of life was just flowing through me like every time I would do this and through you know through time it was just a giant spiritual awakening so that's I, that's, that's amazing can, I'm sure you understand I mean that's the best oh, way I can yeah I mean I definitely uh had a very very similar experience I had an older mentor who introduced me to like you know psychedelic plant-based medicines and um you know i have a lot of people reach out to me about it too and for me i just tell them it's your intent like i don't have the intent to escape from anything i'm not trying to numb anything i'm not running from everything I, i'm taking it because i'm relentlessly curious and i want to learn more about myself and like you said the truth like it does expose the truth to you and i think what it does is just raise your vibration to be on these other vibrations to then like you said be aware of these things that are actually happening, you know, going on and, and living things. And just, it's a crazy, um, it opens, it opens the door spiritually for sure. And I think, like we said, once it's open, it's hard to close. And I just think it's your intent with it. And if you're going in, going like, Oh, I'm just going to trip balls and see what happens. Yeah. I mean, you might, 
<laughs> you know, whatever. Balls if, see what happens. Yeah. Exactly. Right. <laughs> and that can be positive or negative. Yeah. I think if you're going in with the intention to learn and just be connected, be grounded, like you said, all these amazing things kind of happen. Um, so I definitely relate to that experience. Definitely relate to that experience. Yeah. In terms of the vibrational thing, it's interesting. I feel like there's, there's this infinite kind of knowledge around us, right? Like the universe, like everything is energy. And I think there's a certain threshold in terms of energetic frequency you have to cross to be able to like download things. Like it's, this is going to sound insane if, if you've never experienced this, but, yep. and I think into, I didn't know how to do it myself at the point. So shrooms would like raise my energetic frequency. I would be in this like flow state and then boom, downloading information. And now mm -hmm. it then it, it was to the point where I, I've just done shrooms a lot because I love shrooms, yeah. but it, now it's to the point where it's like, okay, I want to accomplish that completely sober meditating. Like I want to just mm -hmm. use the power of the mind to get to that frequency, um, to download all this incredible information because it's, it's a weird thing. It's, you can't see any of it, but it's so real. A hundred percent. And like you said, you don't need, I think that's another lesson too, is you don't need the plant-based medicine. Like you can get there with meditation mm -hmm. or breath work. And that's, what's crazy is the power of the breath. I mean, we weren't even taught how to breathe, you know? And, and so once you hop on this frequency, like you said, it's a, that's amazing that, cause that's the two side, right? You're like, you know what? I want to try this completely, you know, sober with my mind. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah. it's amazing. I totally, totally agree with you that you have to hit a certain level, a certain frequency to then be exposed to these things. Um, and I liked how you said, I was just like a walking flesh meat suit before, because that's, <laughs> That is kind of how you feel like you're just kind of going through the motions until you experience, you know, right. this fulfillment of, of life. And like you said, the material, you can't take anything with you, you know, no. in, in this world. And like you said, we're, we are energy. So we, we move on from here, this human experience. I'm a firm believer in that, I agree. Um, that we're spiritual agree. beings having, having, we're soul beings having a human experience. And, um, right. so to have that, you know, realization at our age, you know, um, it's, it's pretty insane because then, Grateful. like you said, you got, oh, 100%. And then you get to go mm -hmm. into this craft and start building this thing that, that you've landed on because of the spiritual awakening, because you've reached a vibration that now you're able to accept these gifts, you know, and be right. open to receiving these gifts that you wouldn't have been ready for when you were 18, 19, you know? Absolutely not. And yeah, let me tie into that because it kind of goes into how I thought of the business. Um, so... I'm like, yeah, at this point, I'm like, I want to challenge. I'm going to start meditating. Like, I want to create this feeling and these revelations, like, purely by myself, by my own brain and my own energy. And so I got really into Joe Dispenza. Um, I read How Uncommon People Become, or How Common People Become Uncommon. It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's a great one. It is a little tricky of a read because he's very scientific, but it's, yep. it's a really good read. Like, like read them watching a YouTube video that he talks about, and everything will make sense. Yeah. Um, so I started reading that, I started getting, getting into meditation and around this time, um, I wanted a little bit of a change from working with my dad too. So it was a lot of, a lot of my mind was kind of work related, career related, like financially related. And I started meditating with the manifesting goal of having the idea of what my company, like I want to start a company and I want to start a company that would hit. X amount of like checkpoints do this for me. I'd be able to be creative, be able to be my own boss, like, you know, limitless financially, like all, all these things I wanted and I wanted to be on business, but I had no idea what it was. Zero idea. I didn't even know what my passions were. Like, I remember like there's, there were days when I was just writing down, like, what am I even good at? Like, <laughs> like, what do I even like? Like I, like there's, we never do this as a human being. It's so bizarre. 
I, I want to cut yeah. you off right there because, Go. dude, that's that's huge um, for people listening. You know, we I, I I've been talking about you have to earn the how. You know, you have this dream. How am I going to get there? And you have to earn it by being in the arena, by trial and error, by doing these journal exercises. Like, who am I? What am I yeah, good at? Literally. What do I like? What fulfills me? Because, like you said, when we were kids, we were thrown onto a baseball field or a football field or in the classroom and expected to be that's happy it. and fulfilled. And that's what we thought was happiness. And then when you start to get curious and you start to reach these frequencies, new things start to pop up. And like you said, you all you understand is that you don't know shit about shit. And it's time to unlearn these patterns and be open to new things. And so I love that you went and said, you, I started journaling. What am I good at? Like, what do I like to do? What do I, because that's how it starts. Everything starts as a thought to get those thoughts into words and onto paper to see them and actually do the math, you know, quote unquote, it's not always math and numbers. It's just math and seeing right. it scripted. You are now on that frequency of manifesting and allowing yourself to, to build what you want to build. So thank you for sharing that. No, absolutely. And what was I going to say? Um, but yeah, just in the, in the journaling process, like, oh, I remember what I was going to say. When I was journaling yeah. and I was writing these, these things down, it was like, okay, how can I make tons of money and how can I help tons of people? And then I'd be like, fuck, what the fuck am I going to do? Like, I don't, I don't like, but that was all I cared about. All I cared about mm -hmm. was like helping, inspiring, influencing, and then I'm going to, I'm going to win like inevitably like the more you help yes. people it's an energetic flow of of, of life i mean the more you help 100%. people the more you win always you're always taken care of um so i was going through this i was doing the meditating and every day for like 30 40 minutes a piece like just completely like surrendering and being clueless for like literally like four to six months and then finally in july um I, it just, it came to me. I saw multiple things kind of online about how people, when they start businesses, they want to combine two passions and that's like the sauce. Like if you're starting a business, like take two, two of your passions, combine them, like gel them and like you're going to be really fulfilled and like have all this like knowledge and intent. So I think Aubrey Marcus said that and like somebody else. I love Aubrey Marcus. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Austinite now, man. So I'm in the heat of yeah. all that, uh, all that, all that, yeah. flow. but go ahead. Combining two that's passions. Sick. I know. I gotta ask you about it. We'll, we'll, but, we'll get um, to it. Yeah, we'll get to that. Combining two passions, and then I was like, okay, yeah, okay, and then like, sure, <laughs> put that down. And then, um, like, I remember, I think a couple of days later, like, I was like getting ready for bed after a meditation, and it just like, literally downloaded, downloaded, like, combined streetwear and spirituality, call full hearts, and I was like, okay, like, I was like, all right, I know, I know what I'm doing. I called my mom the next wow. day, like, hey, I'm gonna start a business, gonna call full hearts, I'm gonna, gonna make a spiritual clothing brand that's like actually dope, and like isn't cheesy or cliche and like make it cool she's like sounds great i'm like all right and like ever like literally like that was it done and i'm like okay great done so what was the so okay you hit this realization i'm gonna yeah. do this now what yeah. were the next like tactical steps into building a business like because i there's a lot of people on here and you know like you're you're inspiring me with just this hit me and i'm gonna go fucking do it i'm gonna do it and that's right. that's what be uncommon everything that I stand for you stand for is about just being a doer so this hits you because right. now it's like i want to start a business but there's several people that are like okay but where do how do i start what was your right. first like and everybody's different everybody's gonna have a different journey but what was your first tangible tactical step and then kind of the next steps to actually build this business right and for and one thing real quick it's not good enough to be a doer you have to be an executioner you have to execute and a lot of people be doing a lot of shit that doesn't even matter. They're doing a bunch of things like I'm a doer, but are you executing anything? Okay. 
Just I love that. that in there. <laughs> I love that. So first step, that. first step, I wrote down my name, and then I was writing down these ideas I came up with, and I was like, okay, well, like what? It, I, and I was just, I've never started a business like this, like full blown. I've never started an e-commerce business. I've never started an apparel industry. But thankfully, my mom like has a tennis foot, tennis women's clothing line, but. Mm. Our business models are not the same at all. Like, yeah, <laughs> she has turned out to not really know what I'm going, uh, what I do, and vice versa. But she helps. But you know mm. what I mean. Like the yeah, knowledge 100%. is so different. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, clothing brand, you need clothes and you need designs. So I'm going to need a manufacturer. And I'm going to need a printer. And how am I going to sell? How am I going to get the product to the consumer? I'm going to need a website, and I'm going to need content, and I'm going to need like kind of this like just an aura or like a brand awareness, like a whatever you want to call it. But I yep. started with designs and clothing. That's what I started with very beginning. Um, sketching out my own designs and then just tons of samples from manufacturers, like tons. Like I'm so picky about my own clothing. I'm like, I'm not going to release garbage. I'm not releasing anything. I went for a yeah. square. Um, mm -hmm. And did that you, was did you, of just Did you uh, raise money or did you have kind of did you save up from your outside sales job and use your out of pocket yeah yeah i i, I completely funded it myself i had uh That's amazing. and like i had stuff and i didn't want to give up any um creative any equity so i just I, I was like i don't have i didn't have enough to launch it big you know what i mean like but i had enough to launch it so that yeah, was like exactly i'm like mm -hmm. I, I like speed beats waiting for some perfect analogy you know what i mean like speed yes. is so valuable in life mm -hmm. so i'm like i don't want to fucking wait for anyone to finance i have the cash like to do enough and i'm gonna just launch over samples and then finally because the fashion industry is a little weird where even though i'm like this big um like things are kind of like clicky like i mm -hmm. couldn't find my good manufacturers until i became became friends with this printer like, like every manufacturer I was like Googling to the, to the common public was like trash. Like all these like shirts were just garbage. I'm just like, God, I was getting so frustrated. I was going to have my mom seamstress make one from scratch. Then that didn't work. Like the fabric was too weird. I'm like, God, like I'm not settling though. And then finally, mm -hmm. like if you don't settle and you just like persistently like go on with your, with your mind and your vision, like it just broke through. And I found my manufacturers through the printer mm -hmm. and that's how, you know, the product got going. That's amazing. It's amazing. Um, I can't help but notice, obviously there's like these angel numbers on your hats. There's like two, 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 you have eight, 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 I think on that mm -hmm. hat. Um, what's, is there a tie in to these like angel numbers and these numbers that you have on these hats and stuff like that? Yeah, they were, they were numbers I was seeing a lot during the creative process. So every time I release, I'm creating three, two months prior, obviously, because I need time for samples, I need time for shoots mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, mess ups, I, all that put in the time frame and i just one thing that kind of does irritate me is is i feel like angel numbers are so mainstream now mm -hmm. and for somebody that genuinely sees them all the time because like i've had profound spiritual like experiences after seeing a certain number like something has happened like that's generally happened to me like consistently like all the mm -hmm. time and seeing it so mainstream I'm like damn like <laughs> people yeah. may, may not think i'm like the real deal but um, no, it, they're numbers I genuinely see during the creative process. And my brand is it, my designs are going to be all angel numbers. Like next collection, which drops next month, is going to be around like your flow state and your alignment. So like, yeah, it's going to be fire when That's you're dope. in alignment with yourself, when you're in alignment with yourself, like you don't have to like, try to like 
I don't want to give it away, but like steer as much for like control the direction. Like it just takes you where you need to be. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, but they're just numbers I see, you know, through the process and I just, I'm trying to make them as cool as possible. Like, I don't want to just put like eight at eight and like, mm-hmm. yeah, be grateful. Like, I want to make it like dope. That's the whole, like, um, like these paradoxes, like taking them together and making them like really cool and not just like being kind of lazy aesthetically and just like putting them on, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I definitely align with, uh, with your brand and your clothing, man, like checking it out. And like you said, I'm, I am, I also enjoy fashion and aesthetic and looking good and, and, uh, being able to express that you're spiritual within that is an amazing thing. Like that's a really, really cool, like you said, these two separate things and, and forging them into one. So it's amazing. I'm curious, do you have a, like a specific, you know, routine that you go through for creativeness? What type of meditation are you doing to tap into that creativity? Cause you know, um, a lot of people struggle with that. Like they don't even know how to tap into that creativity. Um, and so I'm just curious if you had any like routine or specific thing that you do to kind of get you into that flow state. So I do. Um, a lot of it is physiological, I mm-hmm. would say, in terms of you're not you're not going to be a creative genius eating bad food, um, which I think nobody ever thinks of because you're you're a whole machine, you're a whole functioning. And any step of the way is going to hurt your alignment. If you're abusing sexual, your sexual energy center, you're not going to be a creative person. And it, there's a lot that goes into it. And I, I would lie to you if I said I woke up every single day and had all these ideas floating because I, in this business, I have my creative, but I have my business. I need money mm-hmm. in, right? Like mm-hmm. I am a businessman at the end of the day. Like, and that takes a lot of my time making sure that we're making money. But mm-hmm. on the days that I do choose to create, um, I love fasting. I think that helps. I mm. love fruit. I love meditating. I love breath work. I love fresh air going for a walk. Mm. Um, and I'm always, always, always when I'm working, listening to some sort of energetic frequency on my AirPods. Mm. Um, I just, I love that like over a piano or like over like, um, some classical music, throw in like a, like a beta frequency and like see yourself just ascend. Like you should be levitating at that point. Right. Like fasting, all this stuff. Like it's a full lifestyle though. It's, it's difficult. Mm-hmm. Nope. Like, I can't, I, I just told you like seven things. Like if you're not really doing any of the things to begin with, like it, it will, it'll you'll just be like, what the hell? Like, what is this guy talking about? But that's mm-hmm. how I get into my flow is like taking care of my body, taking care of my mind, my soul, and then just lifting. Like that's where shrooms like really still tying in because I lift the complete roof off of what I think is even possible. Like I, I make a design that doesn't even make sense because it like, something else will make sense from it. Like there's this giant web of creativity that if you like kind of realize there's no limits, like everything will kind of like start to go into play. If that makes any sense. It, it, it makes total sense. And when you say no limits, the word that keeps popping up for me and that that's been kind of a word for me for a while um, was is surrender. Um, and to me, surrendering mm-hmm. is just the ultimate, like you said, there's no roof, there's no limits and surrendering is completely letting go and saying, you know, Jesus, Buddha, the universe, whatever you believe that higher power is take the wheel and lead me to where i'm supposed to go these designs don't make sense but they do because you're being led to create them right and and what i love about it is it's it's subjective like as long as it means something to you and it might hit one other person and there's like you can't measure the the domino effect that it's going to have when you release something like that and for you to have a vision in your head that comes to life create it sketch it print it sample it and then fucking launch it and see people wearing it i mean how does that make you feel when that whole process happens 
Um, cool. Um, <laughs> you know, I've <laughs> heard people like I, I, <laughs> I feel pretty cool. No, um, yeah. I've had, uh, I have people, especially when I launched, like, like, do you realize what you've like created? Like, like, do you like, cause I'm part of being somebody that wants to achieve a lot of things. I don't, the only time I'm really in the present is when I'm meditating because I'm so forward thinking. I'm so thinking, okay, what do I, like, I have all these things around me right now that I have to do, like, as soon as we're off and I have to go to LA and like, but you need that to progress. So have I really, I mean, it's hard because I haven't really took, taken it in, to be honest, like not, not to the full extent that I, that I should be honestly back to your question, because I'm so thinking about like, it's never enough. Like even now, like I had a lot of like, uh, bumps kind of as soon as I launched, like a lot of random things that happened to me, I got hacked and like my, my Facebook got deleted, my Instagram got deleted. Like I was down for like five weeks and I'm like, oh my Jesus Christ, like this is like brutal. Just, yeah. you know, this is business problems. Mm -hmm. Welcome to life, right? Like yep. welcome to life. No one's gonna feel sorry for you. So now like I'm, this is the first month we're like really profitable and consistent orders and like, and I'm still, I'm still like, we need to improve. We need to be better. Um, everything needs to be better and better and better. But to your point, I probably should, haven't taken it in as much as I want to, but it is cool. Like seeing people yeah. wear my stuff. Like I'll have someone text me and be like, Hey, this random girl I follow, like she goes to the store and this guy's wearing your hat, like no store. But like someone's like, I was at Bungalow and I saw a full heart set. I'm like, okay, that's, that's pretty dope. That's, that's dope. dope. Yeah. yeah it, it's, it's just, you're creating a community through your vision and it's really cool. And it's funny that you say that. Cause I do believe in a harmony of you should be content. Um, it's okay to be content, like in ways of, I'm happy where I'm at. I started this. I should celebrate where I'm at because months ago, this was just a dream. I was journaling about this. Now it's happening. Like that should right. be celebrated. But also you have objectives, you have goals, you have things. So there is a balance and harmony within being grateful for your app, but being hungry for more because I, it's it's such a weird paradox of like, but you should just enjoy where you're at. And it's like, well, I do, but I want a little bit more, man. I want to keep getting better. I want to keep growing. So I think uh, that's the ultimate test athletes business owners entrepreneurs see like mm. life just being cool with where you're at but obviously it's okay to want more and finding that balance it's that's a that's a secret life right there man and it's really it's a really a difficult dance when you're spiritual because even more when you're spiritual it's about gratitude and it's about love mm -hmm. and it's about like acceptance and surrendering and then there's the the 3d part of me that's in this simulation game that i'm like well i want to break free and i want fucking bread like, like, mm -hmm. like, and I shouldn't even yes. feel bad about that. Right. So it's like, I remember before I launched, I was like having this, like, God, I was like, it both were talking at me like, God, I'm like, I'm so spiritual, but like, I fucking want money and like influence and like respect and like success. Right. Like as any yeah. human being would desire. And mm -hmm. I think as a spiritual person, maybe talking to other spiritual people that are listening, like, don't feel bad if that's it, that's what you want. Cause it's completely normal, but do it mm -hmm. from a good place that helps other people and helps yourself. And I think that's the sauce. Yeah, I, that's that's an amazing point because I totally agree. I have had guilt with like, oh, I want I want to experience yeah. some of these material things. I want a fuck ton of money. But like you said, because it's to help people. Like I want to have the, the money to be like, I go out to eat and I bless that waiter with a thousand dollar tip because I fucking mm -hmm. can. You know, things like that. Like you said, when you're serving people, it'll naturally happen. And I think there's a patience with it. I think... Um, what what some people are really good at are is the compound effect of that one percent daily and just compounding small wins that eventually add up and sometimes it's hard to see the small wins happening because you're like oh, i just want this now 
it's this gratification. Um, but to just slowly build, slowly build. And like you said, you don't need a reason to want things like you want to have money. That's, mm -hmm. that's a reason enough to manifest it. Right. And I think there's a guilt, right. like you said, being spiritual where you're like, well, you don't need the material things. It's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't yeah. need it. I don't need it, but I want to experience it. And I wanted to use it to help people. Um, and take right. care of myself. Cause like you said, I believe I deserve these things. I believe my value. I want to be influential. I want to be successful, whatever that looks like to you. Um, so that really, that really resonates with me because, uh, I, I have that guilt all the time. And I took a mentor totally. and a dude that I met out here to tell me like, Oh, it doesn't matter, man. You could just want that. You don't need a reason to right. want that card. You could just want that for yourself. Um, and it's so also that. like the, the emotional desire of why you want it is really important as well. Like mm -hmm. if you want money for true freedom, why do you feel bad? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like why, why do you feel bad if you want money for freedom? Use it as a vessel, right? Like your intent also matters a lot. And that's kind of how I got myself to like consciously like just be okay with it because I was like struggling mm -hmm. for a while with it. Yeah, man. That's, and I think what's funny too is once you open this door of spirituality, it's like you get hit 10 times harder with the resistance and with the fears and with the doubts. It's like it just becomes like you reach these levels, I feel like, of your own spiritual journey in a sense and these frequencies where you become aware. When I mean levels, it's like you become aware of something that you weren't aware of before. So now you can't go back and you keep kind of building. And the more you become aware, the more these, these, the, the other side hits you, right? The negative, the doubt, the, the fear. Yeah. Yep, a hundred percent. And uh, I was reading a book by Robin Sharma, and he was saying your fears scream loudest when your magic is closest. And I was like, whoa, like mm. so true. It's mm. this resistance of of fear hitting, that. but using using that fear to guide you, um, you know, in, in the direction you want to go. But man, that's a uh, that's amazing. So, are you living in LA now? I'm in Irvine. Uh, all my manufacturers Irvine, okay. are in LA. All my all my printers are in LA. Dope. But I'm in Irvine. Dope. Yeah. Dope. 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 How's uh? So what's, what's the, what's the dream? What's like, you know, I, we, we keep wanting more. What is uh, exercise that we like to do is like, what's your perfect day. So I mean like, you know, and I mean, we, we journal that it's like, I woke up, I did X amount with, with whoever. And I had this specific like being as specific as possible. You don't got to go into your day, but I guess what's the perfect day as a, you know, founder of, of full hearts LA. Like, where are you at? It's interesting. Country? I just, I just thought about this. Interesting. I just thought about this recently and I was like, my perfect day a couple of years ago would have been like traveling like all day, like partying all day. And now, honestly, I think my perfect day would be waking up going to the gym, which I love to work out. Mm -hmm. Um, going to my really like feng shui, cool office, like warehouse type of thing. Yeah. Like everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Something super creative and super vibrant. Um, creating making you know having money coming in and making new designs with like really creative and talented people um and working a lot and loving like that i love to work now like it's so bizarre i like work i work every day mm -hmm. and then i'd probably end it like you know take take an escalator to, to a pj and we're flying we're flying somewhere for dinner and like yeah and going out like that would be no right but like i wouldn't feel right doing that all day honestly if i wasn't like being productive towards my passion it wouldn't mm -hmm. feel right. That's amazing. Yeah, I I feel the same way. I was just talking telling my girlfriend about that yesterday about like Yeah, what's your perfect yeah. day, bro? Dude, my perfect day, I've I've meditated on this a lot. I want to be um I want to live in like a jungle type type arena like Costa Rica or like just in in nature, like with trees and in life all around me. Almost like this like jungle gym house I kind of have in my head, right? 
I wake up, we got fucking Florida ceiling, Florida ceiling windows of this natural light coming in, waking up with the sun, um, getting the meditation, the breath work, the movement in, going to my own home gym that I have. That's mm -hmm. just everything that I want. The kettlebells, it's outside, you know, the whole deal. Um, and then working on whatever that is, you know, I, I really want to grow this podcast. I really want to be, um, like a podcaster like Joe Rogan, where he gets paid to have connections and fucking talk to people and be curious, Beautiful, um, build right? that brand. Yeah. Thank you, man. And, uh, you know, create other businesses along the way. I would love to just help people create my, my whole right. thing is creation, um, connection, creation, and service. So if it, within those three things, um, I'm cool with it, but after working, like you said, setting aside specific time to work on whatever project, business, whatever I'm doing that day. And then I have my tribe. I have my tribe of people that live around me and we connect for this outdoor dinner. You know, we have all of our naturally sourced food um, from this compound that we kind of live on. And we have this dinner with music, oh, yeah. and fire, and just kind of like, like an old tribal primal state of being to end you know, the night. And that's kind of, I just want to be surrounded by, by good energy, nature, um, and just creating shit, man, and being with my tribe. So that's definitely a perfect day for me. I'm definitely getting more Good clear well. on, on what that, uh, you know, those projects are. I know I'm going to have many different chapters. So focusing on each chapter, just trying to build, uh, the one thing. So I maybe think I'll I'm take on my jet to that, to that outdoor dinner. Maybe that'll be the, there plan. you go. Yeah, exactly. You do your shit in LA. We have a little landing yep. pad. You pull in. Boom. Yep. We're, we're there. <laughs> that yeah, sounds absolutely. like a perfect day to me, bro. Hell yeah. Yeah, dude. That's amazing. Um, dude, it's uh it's cool. It's just it's just really cool to meet like uh like minded people on this on this journey of it's you so know, self discovery. Needed. Yeah, and self mastery. What have you are you a big reader? Oh uh, yeah, I read a good amount. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any like uh, I like to share books? Is there any books that you that that you've read or podcasts you've listened to or any type oh, yeah. of um, create content that's kind of fit for you? Like you said, you know um, the manifestations and all that. But what is there anybody else or anything specific for con So for books, um, finishing up thinking grow rich, which yep. is I thought I thought the title was so ironic because it's like grow rich, but. It's actually all spiritual. The book is entirely mm -hmm. spiritual, which is actually mm -hmm. so interesting because it's it's all about gaining wealth. Think mm -hmm. Grow Rich is a banger. Um, the Seven Spiritual Laws of Success is so yeah. good. I that was the that first like book the I ever read. Mm -hmm. oh, dude, that's like the Bible. I have that on my whiteboard, like every law. Like <laughs> make I love sure we're that. doing every law. Like it's so good. Um, Tony Robbins is a fucking G. I love Tony mm -hmm. Robbins. Like his energy is just, you can feel it through the book. Um, and then, you know, Joe Dispenza, like in terms of mm -hmm. actual, like in terms of technique and like how to actually like create these like changes in your life. Mm -hmm. He's been a huge one for me, obviously started this meditational type of thing. And, uh, those are probably my top four. I got, I got all those books. With him. I can't really remember. He, those are like my top four, I would say. Yeah. That's dope. It, uh, a lot of shit changed for me too. And when, when you listen to things, cause people are always like, Oh, so, you know, like you just listen to podcasts and you read these books and it's like, well, because one line from a book or a podcast can mm -hmm. completely change the direction of your life yeah. and hit and resonate with you. And one that was really cool for me was Jay Shetty, uh, his on purpose podcast. He had big Sean and Russ and I've never really, I love Russ. I love, yeah, I love both their music, but I never really, um, outside of that knew who they were, but they're these very spiritual dudes. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. And just their practice and the creation. And, and so, um, it's really cool when you get to kind of see 
what makes people tick, kind of like yourself sharing this this backstory. And there's all there's always some type of faith. There's always some type of right. higher power. There's always some type of right. um, yeah. this this spiritual growth, man. This self discovery and self mastery. It's a it's a really cool journey. Speaking of that, speaking of that one line that can change your life, I remember thinking in last winter as i was really prepping this launch getting everything ready i was like i'm gonna need i don't know what i'm gonna, this came to me this just was like a thought i was like i'm gonna need to increase my physiologically my my cognitive functioning like i'm gonna be doing so much maybe so busy i'm gonna need to make so many decisions like i need to be in the best shape of my life i need to be like really on my energetic game and i'm reading this tony robbins book it was like unstop or awaken the giant within there it is <laughs> and i was reading it <laughs> i'm like tony and i was reading it and like literally like a week after I had this thought, he goes into this entire chapter about your physiology. Physically, like your body. Yeah, I'm not yeah. even trying to say it. It's your okay, body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, one of the giant ones that stuck out to me was this chapter about, or this section about fruit. Because I didn't eat a lot of fruit because thyroid problem, I was told, another, another long story, but because of the thyroid problem, my body can't metabolize carbs as well as like a normal body can. So I, I've always been low carb. Mm. And so when I went low carb during COVID, I lost like 20 pounds and I'm, I'm still that way since I haven't changed my lifestyle at all. And so not knowing properly nutritionally about fruit, I always assumed fruit was bad because they're high carb. Like I mm -hmm. didn't get it. So I avoided fruit. I read his chapter. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Like if, I don't care about my body. If Tony says it, I'm doing it. I'm re I'm eating yeah. fruit. I started yeah. eating all. I started eating all this fruit. I cured my thyroid disease, my chronic disease that I had for ten years. Cured it. Oh my god! I know. I know. Oh I don't take. A, I don't take a thyroid pill anymore. They're like, you're gonna have to take this pill for the rest of your life every morning. And I started eating fruit, and it and it killed me. That's insane, bro. That's that's dope. It, dope and real. It's, it's it's the power of of you being intuitive and and eating like god it's it's this lifestyle that's finally starting to come to light but a lot of these people i follow like carnivore aurelius carnivore mm -hmm. md real Solbra mm -hmm. on instagram and the people that are that are kind of pioneering this movement of of real food and fruits and honeys and red meat awesome. and eggs and like this this carnivore like awesome. primal diet um and it's right. cu literally curing people like big sean talked about he, he had a heart issue and all he started doing was taking magnesium and the doctors were like oh you don't have to do surgery anymore and it's like he was just taking like so it's just crazy how, you know, in a society, like with the spiritual awakeness and this frequency, like you're able to kind of make these right. decisions intuitively and just change right. little things in your lifestyle. Like you said, this isn't mm -hmm. a diet. This is a lifestyle. And right. all these other things that compound after that, like you fix that and your creativity and that's insane. I know. No, no, I know. And then of course that thought and me reading that was correlated completely. Like it just like oh, boom, yeah. boom, like things want to play. Exactly. And I, have, I literally yeah. have more. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, go ahead. Sorry. I have more energy. I have, yeah. Anyways, I have more energy. I'm cured of my thyroid because I read that chapter and I'm now I'm getting healing foods and tons of fruit in the morning and all from a thought that, like you said, one line can change your life. That's why I, I take it in and your subconscious is always listening. So it's like, what would you rather fill it with, right? Oh, 100%. Whatever you're consuming, your environment, what you're reading, who you're around, who you're following on social media, what you're seeing, like you're consuming all that, like you said, subconsciously. And I'm a all big that. believer in that book or that quote or whatever hits at the perfect time. I was just telling a kid this yesterday, like mm -hmm. you might, yeah. I'm going to, this book seems like it'd be good for you right now because it seems like as soon as you open it, it's, 
the energy there's energy in the books like you said like you can feel it and it's pulling you in and then something hits like i needed to read this this day mm -hmm. for that specific reason and i'm been, i've been on this kick lately where it's like um if someone if something's brought up more than once by different people it's like the sign so like someone mm -hmm. tells me something i'm like okay the seed's planted someone else completely different brings it up to me okay i need to go investigate that like that's been kind of a thing. Like it doesn't. Ha it happens once. Okay, it happens twice. Like you got to go investigate it. So like, nothing the in life is coincidental. Nothing yep. in life is coincidental. Everything that is going through your life is happening for some sort of reason, and it's our jobs to figure it figure it out before it's too late, right? Mm -hmm. And so I do the same thing. Just like with the combined two passions, I I remember it was the second time I heard that on like a TikTok. Like combined two passions within like a week, it was like two times. I'm like, yeah, like it just like boom, it clicked. Like people should be more aware of like random things in here because they're, they really do happen for a reason. It's not sporadic. A hundred percent. And I think you also have to be, um, feed that curiosity. Like you liked streetwear and you were, kind of, you were getting spiritual and you started to feed that curiosity, right? You were allowing, like you said, being open. I like open all attached to none. Right. And you're open to like, okay, I'm going to experiment this. But like, it's all about like little bit things. And I had, I had trouble with this because, I used to be like, I'm going all in. If I'm going to do it, I have to go all in, balls to the wall, like no half-assing anything. And then one of my mentors was like, dude, you can go all in for two days, a week, a month, and then stop and reflect and see how you're feeling. Like you don't have to go all in for a year and be like, I'm doing this for a year. It's like, no, you can go all in for, for periods of time and then reflect on how you feel. Are you fulfilled? Do you like this? And then trial and error and shift off that, which really helped my lifestyle. Like, oh, okay, I can try this for a week. How do I feel right. like, right? You know, and trial and erring. And that's all life is probably just literally trial and erring your entire life. That's all oh, yeah. it is. No, I know. And, th and that's, that's an interesting point because there's been a lot of points in this journey that like, bro, starting a business is fucking hard. Oh, <laughs> this shit yeah. is hard, bro. Like, especially in the apparel industry, it's so much upfront cost. Like I'm buying mm -hmm. things and hopefully people like it. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, hopefully my pulse is on the design of the culture enough to where it's relatable and like people understand it. So honestly, man, like if I didn't get this um, idea, this vision through that infinite knowledge and it wasn't just, it didn't happen like how it happened, I probably would have stopped by now. It, it's mm. like, there's been days that were that difficult where I'm looking around because I, it's just me. I, I don't have a partner. And I'm just like, Jesus, like, this is fucking brutal. Like, like, where am I going to get, where am I going to generate revenue from? Like, yeah, I like my designs, but I'm a businessman. I need money. And like, you know, it really just depends. You, you really have to look really deep into your soul. It's like, how, how important is this to you? Like, how important mm -hmm. is this vision to you? And if there's anything that gives you any sort of doubt or like, this isn't truly for me, then it's probably not. And if it was there, maybe to just teach you a lesson which is awesome. But mm -hmm. there comes a point where like, if you really feel something, it's just, you don't, ha it's your duty. It's like bestowed upon you. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't have a choice. Like I was like, I was like joking my mom, like, damn, like God had to give me the most saturated industry. Like what the fuck, man? You're going to throw me some industry that like nobody's in. Like he's got to throw me into like, in, in with like the fucking wolves. But you gotta have you gotta have faith man you gotta have faith and you gotta have patience and you just gotta carry on it, it, you gotta be a warrior in life you really do like you know, you're not a warrior you're probably gonna die like <laughs> it, it's it's a cold world out here man it is it's uh life's not for the weak man and like you said there's days no. uh 
And especially, like you said, in starting a business and being in the apparel industry, it's very difficult and competitive. And I'm sure there's days where you're like, you know, like we talked, I think we connected on the, on the imposter syndrome podcast is what you're telling me. And I think yeah. there's yeah. days where it's like, does anybody like my shit? Does anybody listen to me? Does anybody even give a fuck? Why am I doing this? And, you know, mm -hmm. once you kind of find that foundation and like you said, the things that keep your heart going, you start to realize like, I don't give a fuck if anybody listens to this podcast because I enjoy doing it. I enjoy connecting with people. 100%. And same thing right with the brand it's like you know what i'm launching my heart and like you said hopefully my pulse is on it and i think it is because you're building something with passion and i think that's the driving force you know the universe and god whatever you believe in it are they throw these speed bumps at you to test how bad you really want it you know like you you need these tests because without these without these adversities you know obstacles the way is a great book by ryan holiday um i'm a really big fan of ryan holiday but it just talks about the opportunities lie within the obstacles all the time like if you right. had an easy road, you would never grow. You know, a, a smooth sea never made a skilled sailor. And so um, I love that you, you hit on that perseverance point because it's not easy. And anybody that wants to start something, especially on your own, like you want that freedom, it's at a cost. Everything has a cost. You're not just, oh, I'm going to start my own business. And I mean, there's people that are blessed that, you know, it, it's it works out great and shit hits down the road. And there's people that it's, it's the story. You're building this fucking story that we're having this podcast now. And I guarantee in two and three years, you know, we have a, we'll have a part two probably before that. But when you look back and we're like, do you remember that podcast? And now you got your studio that you talked about or this creation, like you have all these things and it's like, yeah, yeah that's a part of the journey and the growth process. So it's amazing. Yeah. Two things on that. One, I recently thought recently that was so ironic. It was like when I was manifesting this and when I was really, um, you know, trying to bring this thing to life, this idea, I brought upon myself, like, ironically the most challenging parts of my life which is so ironic because i was like okay i'm gonna manifest this business for like myself it's gonna be amazing like i'm gonna be so creative and it and he was they were like okay great like you got it but it's gonna be so incredibly challenging so incredibly hard which i thought was just so ironic but silly me for not understanding that it comes with so much sacrifice it comes with i've never had so much discipline in my life about my business like it requires it, right? It requires it. You need to elevate your decision-making. You need to elevate who you are as a person. If you ever want to be where other people are, like you need to become them. Like if you don't have more discipline than the guy at the top, how are you going to get there? You're not. Exactly. And it's, if think, you, yeah. yeah, well, I mean, I was just going to say you're a hundred percent on of, of being, you want to be in the top, you know, one to 5% of people, you got to do what the other 95% aren't doing. And like you said, it's not just, I'm going to go all in on this business. No, you are the business. Your, your makeup, your body, your mental, your physical, your spiritual, like that's all tied into this holistic perspective to grow yourself, right. which ultimately elevates everyone else around you, which elevates your business, which elevates the people wearing your clothes. Like you have to do the inner work in order for this external thing to grow as well. So I think it always starts inside. And I think it's funny how that's starting your journey. And that's the reason why you keep going and the reason why it's going to be successful and it already is successful but the success that you create for yourself, your, your standard of success, which I know is very yeah. high, um, but yeah. it'll get there because, yeah. because of the work, because of the work that you're doing internally. And so I think that's the biggest thing for people. And even fuck, I mean, there's days where it's, it's a struggle and it's hard and you're there's days for or months. Oh, I'm fucking great. Now it's like, Oh shit, what the fuck am I going to do? But it's just this constant, this constant battle and roller coaster, these highs and lows, which make it so bro. beautiful. Yeah. Yep. It's yeah, amazing. I've been flows and how you were saying we're gonna look back on this type of thing. Like if you could envision something in your mind back to how everything is from a thought, anything you can envision, you can 
may come true. Anything. 100%. Like that's how limitless life is. Like I can envision anything and it can happen. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. The fucking Wright brothers created a goddamn airplane. Like, do you imagine like yeah. those guys when they're like, hey, we're gonna make an airplane? Everybody's like, Yeah, dude, you're fucking crazy. And the cool thing about it yeah. is Ryan, Ryan Holiday has another good book. It's called Courage is Calling, and it talks about changing the world and being a world changer and and you know, trendsetter and all these things. It's one act of courage. It's it's one second of courage and you going, oh, I'm betting on myself, I'm doing this, I'm saying yes to this, I, I'm, I'm diving with fear to then change everything and compound. And you have to have the courage to put yourself out there because if you want to do anything, you're going to be outside the crowd. You're going to be looked at, you're going to be judged. People are going to say shit. Like you have to understand that you're going to be an, a, an outsider and you're going to be, leaders are usually ahead of their time. You know, you're a leader for a reason. You're pioneering this movement and you're starting this brand and you're, so it's really cool because it's funny. You fans, fa the fans hop on later, right? They hop on the bandwagon. It's not cool to support you until it's cool to support you. Right. And so, um, I think that's, what's so funny about all this external stuff, but with you going with your heart and creating the, these masterpieces that are just brought to you, you know, and, um, yeah. it's, it's amazing, man. I really respect just, just art in all forms and creators. I think it's, right. it's incredible. And it's, it's, it's fucking hard, dude. I mean, we, I started, uh, we started like, you know, Uncommons merch and, you know, OGFY was something that I definitely want to bring back, but it's, it's hard. Mm -hmm. If, like you said, if it's not like, I mean, it's passion for me and I'd like to start it, but if it's not the thing that's driving me, it's like, it's easy to give up or it's easy to let these bumps in the road mm -hmm. stop you. So I really, really uh, respect the grind, bro. It's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, bro. It's a grind. And that's how I, that's why I focus so hard on having this idea that I was manifesting be soul fulfilling because I've tried other little like, freelance things or like other little businesses and within a month I'm burnt. I'm like, I can't, mm -hmm. because I couldn't with, I couldn't withstand like struggle if I wasn't so pulled like by my soul, like I just couldn't do it. And I knew how hard it was going to be. I'm like, I need to be so fulfilled to where the point where it was like, I'll run through the fucking mud. I will crawl through it. it is, it's not going to matter because I'm, I'm that fulfilled. I think you genuinely need that in business to make it through the hard times because it is hard out here, bro. <laughs> like, like you said, and, and people in terms of the apparel industry, how you said you were making your own merch, um, people think it's cool when they see it's cool. So if, if somebody can see something really cool, nobody else is really wearing it. They're like, it's not, it's actually not cool, but they see something other people are wearing. They're like, Oh, that person's cool. And they're wearing it. It must be cool. Like everyone's kind of a group thinker in this world. And that's another big marketing and kind of like obstacles and new brand that we have to go through. A hundred percent creating that brand awareness. Um, but I, I like what you said. It's you have to find what you're willing to struggle for. Anything's mm -hmm. everything's going to be hard. Anything worth doing worth mm -hmm. having is going to be hard. So you have to choose your heart. And like you said, you, your, your why and your passion has to be stronger than the adversity that's hitting because I think that's all adversity is. It's testing you. And mm -hmm. on times where you do give up or when you, when you pivot, it's, it's a blessing because it led you to where you're at now. Like, so it's never like a failure. I've tried these things. I didn't like them because I've been in that phase for a while of just doing different things. Like, mm -hmm. okay, what do I like? What's passionate? Does this fulfill me? And it's cool for a little bit. Eh, it's not my thing. And that's just, you're, at least you know. You tried it, you did it, and you found out. It's not, what if I would have done that? You did it, found out you didn't like it, pivot, you find a passion. You find exactly, or you learn skills from outside sales, from inside sales, how to 
you know, manage a team or managing, you know, your dad's company with them and like doing these different things and building these skills to then launch your own thing. Like it's just, it's patience, you know, it's patience. You have to be a patient person, yeah. a hungry and hungry and patient, man. That's, that's the, that's that little harmony right there. Yeah, bro. We, we never lose. We never fail mm -hmm. ever. There's, there's no losses. There's no failing We're we're winning or we're learning. Or even if we're winning, we're still learning, right? Like there's there's just little road bumps. This is a long life. This is a long journey. You can't have the mindset of like, oh, that doesn't work out. Like I'm a victim now. Like, oh, I wasted all this time. Like life's too short, man. You better step out of it. You better pick up what you learned and get going because life is not waiting for you. You know what I mean? And if, I think yeah. if you have that mindset about trying things and doing things, you're never going to lose. You never will. I love that, dude. Or gonna. I'm going to mic drop right there. Um, dude, where, where can people find you that are listening? Uh, you know, yourself, full hearts. Um, where do we go? What do we do? Rundown. Yeah, man. Uh, fullheartsla.com is our website. And it'll have an Instagram on the website. But if you want to go to our Instagram, fullhearts.la. So it'll be mm -hmm. at fullhearts.la for the Instagram. And then for the website, fullheartsla.com. Dope, dope. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Love that. Um, dude. An amazing conversation. Uh, I there's definitely going to be a part two as we both kind of grow throughout these journeys, and you know Easily we're learning bro. more every Easily. single day. We're learning more every single yep. day, and uh, obviously next time I'm in California, bro, we're definitely going to link up. Um, if you're ever in Austin, yeah, Texas, if you're ever in Austin, Texas, in this melting pot of a, uh, it's pretty cool little like melting pot of the spirituality wellness. Like it's a, uh, it's pretty insane, dude. So I've never never been here before moving, but uh. I think you'd really enjoy, really enjoy Austin, Texas. I tell a lot of people, a lot of my friends, I'm like, dude, Austin is different. There's a different vibe here. It's very collaborative. That's it's cool. very spiritual. It's very, it's, it's dope, bro. Anything that you want to find out here, you can find. It's really cool. So if you're ever out here, hit my line. Mm -hmm. I have a very good friend there actually. So I think I'm going to go in November, October. Dope. I'll be here, bro. Yeah, I'll, I'll be, be there. here. Yeah. I'll, All right. I'll come, bet. I'll come out. Bet. All right, bro. Maybe do, maybe we do an in-person one. No, hundred percent. This is a banger. Yeah. I, I knew seeing that clip. I'm like, we're having a really good conversation. I yeah. knew it. This was a banger. Amazing. I really hope, I, I hope people listening, I hope it resonates with them. They should definitely have a notebook and a pen out for this one. I mean, you dropped some knowledge <laughs> yeah. bombs, man. It was, uh, it was awesome. But dude, again, I appreciate your time, dude. I'm so excited to uh, you, watch it grow. If there's anything that we can do to support you, I can do to support you. Please let me know. I'm definitely going to cop some merch. So I will support in that way. But uh, in any other way, man, just much love, dude. Keep being uncommon. Likewise, bro. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me. Yes. Much love. All right, dude. Stopped the